Hey, this is Jeremy Isaacs, lead pastor of Generations Church, where we want to live like it matters. For more information about our church, you can visit us at g.church. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Thanks again for listening. Great Sunday morning. Uh, It is great to be in the house of the Lord, and I'm so thankful uh, to be able to preach and speak to you this morning. Um, If you don't know who I am, uh, Pastor Jeremy just announced me, but I'll tell you a little bit more about me. Um, Pastor Aaron, Family Ministries pastor here. Uh, My wife, Bethany, is right here on the front row, Um, and we have a one-year-old daughter, and then in literally 10 weeks, we're going to have number two, another girl, Um, but I'm super excited. We've been here for four months, and this is my first time getting to preach in, I'll switch this one, getting to preach the main service, Um, and down here in the whole service, um, I did Communicator Sunday. But getting the opportunity to bring the word to you this morning, I'm super excited about. Um, So uh, as ready to dive into part three of Thanksgiving. Part three of Thanksgiving. Is it on? Is it on? Can you hear me? Okay. Um, As we get to dive into part three of Thanksgiving, I'm so excited for what God has for us and and has to say to us this morning. Um, so over the past two weeks, uh, we've been diving into the series of thanks living um, and talking about living a life of thankfulness and, and living that out in our lives. In the first week, uh, Pastor Trevor uh, started it out with talking about the act of giving thanks. And if you missed that message, I just want to encourage you to go back to the YouTube channel, go back to our Facebook page and watch that. It was incredible. Um, We get to hear Pastor Trevor preach next uh, Sunday, Uh, but if you have not heard that part one, I encourage you to go back and listen to that. Um, And he helped us understand that giving thanks is not just something we think, but something we do. We have to show thankfulness. It's not something uh, that we can just think, and, 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 and that's awesome that we think thankfulness, and we're thankful, but we need to and give thanks uh, to God and to others. Um, Then, last week in the second part of the series of Thanks Living, Pastor Jeremy uh, talked about how we have to have an attitude of gratitude. Um, We we have to sometimes have a gratitude adjustment. Some of you in this room are like, my spouse or my kids or my, uh, my, my friends, they need an attitude adjustment. No, I'm not talking about an attitude adjustment. I'm talking about a gratitude adjustment. Uh, We have to have an attitude of gratitude. We have to have an attitude of gratitude. So this morning, I get the honor and privilege of closing out this series of Thanks Living, and we are going to be talking about the blessing and recognizing where our blessings come from. So before we get into the word and before we dive in uh, to the message uh, this morning, I just want to encourage you, however you uh, want to posture yourself, let's just go to God in prayer and just ask God to speak to us this morning. So God, we thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time, God, that we have to come into your room, that we have the opportunity, God, uh, to just come into your house and hear your word. We thank you, uh, God, uh, that for what you have for us, God, that you want to pour out your blessing upon our lives. God, open our ears 
to hear what you have for us. Open our hearts to receive what you have for us and open our minds to understand all that you have for us and all that you want to say to us this morning. God, we thank you and praise you and give you the glory. Amen. So about two years ago, um, Bethany and I uh, were traveling back from Birmingham. Like I said, I just moved here four, uh, four months ago. And so two years ago, 2018, we're traveling back to my parents' house, uh, which is here in Canton, for Thanksgiving. And so uh, to just give you some context, it was a Wednesday night, of course, because Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Um, so we're traveling back. I just got done with the youth service that, uh, in Birmingham. And so it's pretty late that we're traveling back. I mean, like after 10 o'clock. And so I'm just driving down uh, I-20, headed toward Atlanta, on my way, minding my own business, just in my own world, probably jamming out uh, to whatever uh, that I was listening to. And all of a sudden... I saw the blue lights. And uh, to say that I was probably driving a little fast is probably a little uh, under, uh, under said. Like I was, I was probably going a little, I won't confess how fast I was going uh, because I don't think that's what we're here for this morning. Uh, but I was probably driving just a little over the speed limit. And so I see these blue lights and I'm like, oh gosh, please let it be somebody else. Let it be the other car beside me. Let it be the person in front of me. God, let there be another silver Hyundai Sonata 2018 that he is going to pull over. God, please don't let it be me. And of course, it was me. And that just, that feeling in your stomach and it is just like in my stomach at that time, that knot of like, oh gosh, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna have to pay this ticket. So he pulls me over. And I, so Bethany and I were only married for probably about 28 days at this moment. I could feel my wife's eyes just beaming at me. And so the cop pulls us over, well, my wife would say pulled me over, not her over, pulled me over. So pulled me over and he, of course, gets out of his car. He comes to the window and he asks the question that he, you know, officers always ask, do you know why you pull, why I pulled you over? And in this moment, I had no excuse, I had nothing. I honestly just said, I'm guessing I was speeding. And he was like, yes, you were speeding. You, you know, why were you speeding? And I was, you know, just gave my basic honest answer. That's all I had in the moment because I had no excuse. I'm just going down the road. I'm headed home for Thanksgiving. I throw in the, I'm a youth pastor and I just got done with the youth service. And you know, and I'm just throwing the, I'm so sorry. And he asked for my license and registration, straight face the whole time, no emotion, didn't buy into anything that I said and asked for my license registration, goes back to his car. So I'm sitting there and I just feel defeated. Like normally, like I'm really blessed in these situations. Like I get out of more than, uh, more than I like to admit. I get out of a lot of tickets. And so I'm just defeated sitting in the car and I had my wife's eyes burning at me and just disappointment. And all of a sudden, I'm just defeated and my wife starts giving me a lecture. And she's, she's giving this lecture of like, You're, you messed up. 
you have, there's no getting out of this one this time. You're just going to have to accept it and pay the ticket and da-da-da. And all of a sudden, just as she's giving me this lecture, and I'm saying, you're right, I know, you're right, and I'm eating my words. I'm eating my pride right there in that moment. Just as she's giving me this lecture, the cop gets out of the car, starts walking back uh, towards uh, my car, and I roll down my window, and he says, basically, look, thank you for being honest. Thank you for being a good sport about it all. You know what? I'm going to let you off on a warning. My wife went off on that officer. She was so mad that the officer did not give me a ticket. I was like, look, this is our money. Like, you're, you're trying to make me pay this. She wanted me to learn a lesson. Well, what was great is the officer started and turned on her. And so it was bad, both of us, oh, because she never speeds and da-da-da. And so I was, I guess you could say, in that moment, blessed and, and favored by God. I don't know what it is, but I'm thankful for God's blessing in my life in those situations. Uh, and this morning, uh, we are going to talk about and I know that was a funny example and, and illustration, but this morning we are going to be talking about the blessing that you have in your life. We are blessed and highly favored by God and you have a blessing in your life. And the definition of blessing, and this definition of blessing comes from the AW dictionary. Uh, it's this dictionary from this wise person named Aaron White. Um, some people didn't get that. It just went right over the head. This dictionary. So uh, the definition of blessing that I just kind of pulled from a couple different definitions is this. Blessing is God's favor, love, and protection bestowed upon his people. Blessing is God's favor, love, and protection bestowed, given to us, given to his people. Man, God blesses his people. God blesses us more than we could ever imagine, more than we could even uh, understand, more than we can even think. God blesses us. God pours out his love and favor and protection and, and guidance and, and, and just love and blessing upon us. And then we see this in 1 Chronicles 29, verses 10 through 20. So if you have your Bible apps, if you have your Bibles, it's gonna be on the screen. Turn to 1 Chronicles 29, 10 through 20. And in the scripture, we see a story about David being and, and, and the people of God being blessed by God and David thanking God. But then in the middle of thanking, turns and, and, and prays this prayer of blessing upon his son Solomon. So let's just dive right into the word and then we're gonna dissect it uh, a little bit more. Uh, but First Chronicles 29, 10 through 20 says this, David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly saying, praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength 
and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give thanks, give you thanks and praise your glorious name. But I love this part. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you and we have given you only what comes from your hand. We are foreigners and strangers in your sight uh, as we all are ancestors. As were all our ancestors, our days on earth are like a shadow without hope. Lord our God, all this abundance that we have that you that we have provided for the building uh, of the temple you have provided for your holy name comes from your hand and all of its belongings to you. I know, my God, that you test the heart and are pleased with integrity. All these things I have given willingly and with honest intent. And now I've seen with, the, with joy how willingly your people who are here have given to you. Lord, the God of, your fa- of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, keep these decree- desires and thoughts in the hearts of your people forever and keep their hearts loyal to you. And give my son Solomon the wholehearted devotion to keep your commands, statutes, and decrees, and to do everything to build the structure for which I have provided. Then David said to the whole assembly, praise the Lord your God. So they all praised the Lord, the God of their fathers. They bowed down, prostrating, uh, uh, prostrating themselves before the Lord and the king. So in First Chronicles, I know that was a lot of verses. In First Chronicles 29, 10 through 20, we see David praying this prayer of thanksgiving towards God. Man, he was so thankful that God blessed him and his people. So we see David, and David is one of my, if not my favorite, he's my favorite. I'll just go ahead and say that. He's my favorite person in the Bible. David praised God and gave thanksgiving to God for his blessing that he had given them to build the temple. But then what I love about David is he turned from thanking God and realizing uh, this blessing that had been given to him. He turned from that and then prayed this prayer, a blessing over his son, Solomon. So he took uh, and praised God for the blessing, but then he prayed blessing upon, upon Solomon and the people for God to continue to bless him. So through this scripture, we learn four truths. And through this passage and through David's prayer, we learn four truths that I just believe God wants to speak to us this morning. And the first truth is this, that God equals your, uh, God equals your source. God equals your source. God is your source. God is your source for everything that you have, for every uh, thing that is going on in your life, for every uh, need that is fulfilled, for every second of breath of life on this earth. God is your source for everything that we have, for everything uh, that he has done, for, uh, for anything that may happen, that God is our source. And we see that in verse 11 and 12, where, where David says, yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor for everything in heaven and on earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as, hel- uh, uh, as uh, head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to it all. You know, a lot of times we look and, and maybe it's just a default as humans, 
we look to a lot of things as our source other than God. We look to our job, we look to money, we look to relationships, we look to our marriage, we look to uh, contacts and other people, uh, we look to just uh, working hard for the, for the source of everything we have. We look to a lot of the wrong things for the source of all that we have and all that comes uh, to us and all, uh, the, all that we need. We look to the wrong source and a lot of times we, we fall into that temptation to look at those things and, as the source of happiness and the source of success and the source of fulfillment. And we look to those things and, and, and a lot of those times, those things start to fail us. And when those things get rocky and when those things uh, just kind of get, start getting shaky and, and, and we don't know how uh, things work out and life gets difficult and life gets hard and circumstances gets hard, we, our faith and our, and our trust and our anxiety starts to creep in and, and, we, and our faith starts to get wavered. And a lot of that times for that is that we're looking at the wrong things as a source for our lives. And as we're worshiping this morning, I believe God just wanted me to present this question and put this question on, on my heart to ask you and for you to ask yourself is, what are you looking towards? What are you looking towards as a source that is not God? Is it money? Is it success? Is it a relationship? Is it uh, friendships? Is it your job? What are you looking towards that is not God for your source for everything that you had? Because a lot of times, especially for my life, I see that when my faith gets, uh, gets weary and, I, and when anxiety creeps in and uh, I'm just kind of worried about different things, a lot of times the reason for that is because I'm looking at the wrong things for the source for my life. But God is the source. And what I love about God is it even says it in the scripture is that he never changes, that he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, that he's the everlasting from everlasting God to everlasting God. He's the same. So he never changes. God is our source. And it's so easy to forget that. It's so easy to, to get sidetracked from that, but we need to remember that God is our source. One of my favorite scriptures in the Bible is James 1, verse 17. And this really, you know, hit home for me when I had Isabella. Well, well, I didn't have Isabella. Bethany had Isabella, let's be honest. Uh, but when we had Isabella, um, and it says this, it says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. Everything comes from God. Everything that we have, all that uh, we have in our life, every breath of life that we have, every day we have to live on this earth comes from God. So in order to be uh, to live a thankful life and live out thanks living, we have to realize that God is our source. We have to realize that God is our source. God is the source for everything that we have. So first, we learn that God is our source. And then we learn the second truth, that faith equals your dependence. Faith equals your dependence. You have to have faith to believe. And that's one of the hardest things that I've had to learn in my life is when times get hard, when circumstances get difficult, when I see the bank account uh, and, and, and bills 
and I see that 1,000 plus 1,000 equals 2,000, but I have $2,800 in bills. When, 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 when I see that, faith gets difficult. Or if you're like a college student and you realize that ramen noodles are running out and I don't have any more uh, ramen noodles and I don't have any more money uh, to buy ramen noodles and, and, and I, I start getting worried, faith gets difficult. Uh, and a lot of people can think back to college in this moment of like when they're in college and money was tight, faith gets difficult to have sometimes in those difficult times and those, those stretching times. But what I love in Hebrews 11, it says, faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance of what we do not see. We have to have faith to believe that God is the source for everything that we have, that God is going to provide, that God is going to bless in times of trouble. We have to have faith to believe that. And I love in verse 13, actually verse 14, how David uh, says and opens this scripture with saying, but who am I and who are my people? David realized that he wasn't enough and his abilities and his talents and his hard work ethic was not enough. And sometimes we get weary when we realize that we're not enough. And, and if we work hard enough, it's still not enough. We get weary and we get anxious. And, and so David realized that he wasn't enough, but he had the faith to believe that God was going to bless, that God was going to provide, that God was going to uh, bless him and his people uh, to, to build the temple and bless abundantly. He had the faith. David saw all that he had and every blessing came from God. Nothing he did uh, provided, provided for it. He realized and, and, and lived it out and lived faith. And doing that takes an extreme amount of faith. It takes an extreme amount of faith to believe that God is gonna provide. It takes an extreme amount of faith to believe that God is the source because we can't see God. We can see our job. We can see money. We can see uh, our education. We can see our relationships. We can see that. But it takes a faith to believe uh, that God is going to provide and God is going to bless us and God is the source for everything that we have. And it's one of the hardest things we have to do. But God is the source of all, and he knows the plans he has for us. And, and why do we get nervous or scared that these things in our life and, 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 and our situations are going to fall apart? We have to have faith to believe. Uh, Pastor Jeremy says this saying, and if you know Pastor Jeremy, he has like these one-liners that you're like, how in the world did you like, how are you so smart that you realized that and you thought of that and God gave that to you? He says this, uh, this line, he says this phrase of work like it depends on you, but trust and have faith like it depends on God. And a lot of times, if I'm honest, sometimes I work and, 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 and work like it depends on me and I forget that second part. Sometimes I work hard and I think, man, if I just work, you know, extra hard, you know, God, I'm gonna have, you know, everything's gonna be provided and, you know, we're gonna have more than enough or you know, some of you uh, may, if I work two jobs or three jobs, then I'll have everything that I need. If I just had this job and this position or this marriage or uh, this relationship, then I'm gonna have everything uh, that I need. Some of us forget the second part of having trust and having faith in God and we work like it depends on us and we forget to have faith in God. But we need to first and foremost in our life, 
to have faith and trust in God. And sometimes our greatest blessings in our life take us stepping back from thinking and believing that we are the source and we can make it and we can provide by just working hard and putting our dependence on God. I'm gonna say that one more time. Sometimes our greatest blessing in life and our life takes us stepping back from thinking and believing that we are the source and putting our dependence in God. David depended on God. David realized that his strength and his work ethic wasn't enough and and what he has learned wasn't enough. David realized that he needed faith and he needed to be dependent um, upon God. And what I love about it is God blessed David and his people abundantly, blessed him abundantly. And I just think, it makes me think, what would happen and, and what blessings would come my way if I took a step back and, and realized God is the source and put my faith and trust in him and, and, and took that step back and just opened myself and, and let God move in my life and trusted God, put my faith in God. What would happen if I just trusted and put my faith in God? So secondly, we learn the truth that you have to have faith to believe that God is your source. Then thirdly, uh, we learn the truth that when you bless, it equals your response. When we bless, it equals your response. Your response to being blessed is to bless. Your response to when God blesses you is to bless. What I love about this scripture and this passage is David goes from thanking God and realizing that God is the source and thanking him and praising him and putting his faith in him. He goes from that and turns to God, bless my son, bless uh, the people. God, uh, uh, bless them. He turns from receiving God's blessing to giving and praying blessing over others. You know, the Dead Sea, um, if you think about the Dead Sea, um, and, and we all have heard facts and different things about the Dead Sea, but the Dead Sea only has one, uh, I guess the word for it is uh, one source that it comes from, and it's the Jordan River. So it only has one source that's providing water and, and providing uh, anything that comes to it. But the thing about the Dead Sea is there's no outlet to the Dead Sea. And it makes me think, I wonder if that's why, and I'm sure that's why, that it's called the Dead Sea. And things come to the Dead Sea and die there because it has no outlet. And the Dead Sea takes in uh, different living things and, and takes in water, but things come and die there. And it makes me think, if you have no blessing, if you have no outlet of blessing and you have no outlet to be a blessing, you are just like the Dead Sea. Things come and blessings come and God blesses you and God pours out his favor and his love and protection upon you and God blesses you, but then it just comes and it dies there because you have no outlet for that blessing. God wants to bless you tremendously and God wants to, uh, God wants to pour out his love and protection upon you, but then God wants you to take his blessing and be a blessing. God wants you to go from what can I get to what can I give? When you do that, when you go from what can I get to what can I give, man, I just believe it opens you up to be blessed more 
by God because he sees that he's so, that, uh, that good seed is being sown and you're taking the blessing that God is pouring out upon you and you're blessing others. A lot of times we need to go from what can I get? What can I, what, how can I, you know, be more successful? How can I make more money? How can I, you know, gather more things and gather uh, more, you know, especially in this time, gather more gifts and go from that to, to what can I give? In your seat this morning is this blast back card. And it's kind of like a pay it forward card. And here's what I want you to do with that. And, and we're talking about blessing is your response. And your response that I believe God has for us today and this week is I want to challenge you to take this card this week and bless somebody. Whether you're in the grocery store and you see someone struggling with money, whether it's uh, you're walking down the street or you're, you're passing someone and you just feel like God uh, 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 places them on your heart to bless uh, someone, whether you're in the drive-thru at Starbucks and you, you know, or wherever, and you pay for the person's meal behind you, I want you to take this card and bless somebody because there's power when we go from what can I get to blessing others. There's power when we bless others. God pours out blessing upon us and blesses others and can use his blessing to bless others. So here's what I want you to do. Take this and bless somebody. Take this and, 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 and take all that God has blessed you with to bless someone whether, like I said, it's in the grocery store, whether it's in the drive-thru, whether it's going back to the college kids. If you have, you know, a college person, a college kid in this room or uh, in your life that, you know, is just struggling to eat ramen noodles, uh, we've all been there where we're in college and we need somebody to bless. And we're trying to figure out how we're gonna get our next meal at Taco Bell. Um, All the college kids said, amen. Um, Take this card and bless somebody because when you bless Man, the power of God can move in someone's life. I just believe that when we bless, that we're sowing that seed that will be reaped. That through me blessing someone, someone can come to salvation through me blessing. That someone that may be battling something that you don't even know can can come to God and realize that God wants to bless them and God loves them and God cares for them and God wants to pour out a blessing Upon them, So I challenge you this week before Thanksgiving and before we go Black Friday shopping, amen, um, to bless someone. Giving and blessing others helps us realize that everything we have comes from God. I, I remember multiple times in my life where I have served on missions trip, I've served local missions, I, I've just served in different ways and I've, I've served food, I've served through uh, you know, just kind of boxing up different things for others uh, that are in need. And I remember like how, what that meant to me. I remember, um, I remember how God used that blessing and how it made me feel and how it made me realize and depend and have faith in God that he is the source. I remember how it, how it made me feel. And I just wanna encourage you to bless someone this week. So giving and blessing others helps us realize that everything we have comes from God. So third, we learn uh, the truth that of our response is to bless others. Then lastly, we learn that praise equals your expression. Praise is your expression of thanksgiving. What I love about David 
is in the scripture is he started with praising God and then he ended the scripture with praising God. In verse 10, uh, it says, David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly saying, praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father, Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. So he started this with praising God. Then he ended in verse 20 saying, then David said to the whole assembly, praise the Lord your God. So they all praise the Lord, the God of their fathers. They bowed down, prostrating themselves before the Lord and the king. What I love about David is he loved to praise God. He loved to praise God for, for who he is. He loved to praise God for what he has done. But David praised God because he realized that everything he had, every blessing he had came from God. David realized that he, his work and his, uh, his strength and uh, his work ethic and uh, his giftings were not enough. He realized he needed God and he needed God to move in his life. So David praised God. And sometimes you just need, even before uh, you go through something, you need to praise God and to change your faith and to change your attitude and to change uh, your circumstances. You need, sometimes you need to praise God through situations and circumstances to be thankful for God's blessing. Sometimes you have to praise God because you're not where you used to be and you're not where you could have been and probably where you should have been. You need to praise God and give thanks to God in your life. We need to praise God with thanksgiving, thankfulness to him. No matter our circumstances, no matter what we're facing, uh, no matter how life is going or the day is going, no matter uh, if we're doing good or bad, we need to praise God with thankfulness because of his great blessing that he has poured out upon us. So in closing this morning, God has blessed us. God has blessed us tremendously. And a lot of times in my life, I forget the small things that he's blessed me with, that he's blessed me with another day of life, that he's blessed me with good health, that he's blessed me with a house to live in, he's blessed me with a car, that he's blessed me with the opportunity to go to Starbucks and get the $5.67 drink uh, that is way overpriced, let's be honest. Um, but he has blessed me. And just as he has blessed me, God has blessed you. God has blessed us tremendously. I think about Generations Church. He's blessed us tremendously, abundantly. We look around, we look at the LED wall, we look at the new seats, we look at the fan, you know, the great podium, uh, the amazing worship uh, team that we have. God has blessed us. And we need to praise God and be thankful to God for all that he has done for us. Our, our expression of thankfulness needs to be praising God. Our, our expression of thankfulness needs to be giving honor to God and praising him and thanking him, but then also blessing others. So here's how I want to close tonight, uh, this morning. When we are recognizing our blessing and where it comes from, we can have an attitude of gratitude and live out thankfulness. Would you just stand with me this morning? We're talking about praise being our expression. 
And I think there's no greater way that we can express and we can end this series and end this time other than giving God praise, giving God honor, glorifying God, worshiping him, looking to him and praising him. So this morning, we're gonna sing, we're gonna worship, but let's just go to God in thankfulness and go to God in praise and go to God in honor for all that he has done for us because we are blessed today. God, we thank you. God, we honor you today. We honor you this morning. God, for all that you have done in our lives. God, we honor you and give you glory, God, for your blessing, God, that you have poured out upon us, God. God, we we thank you, God, that even though we're not enough and even though uh, our strength and our abilities are not enough, God, that you, God, bless us abundantly. God, we give you the praise and the honor, God, for all that you have done, all that you're blessing, God, that we have another day to live. God, that we have another day to come into this room and receive, uh, God, your word. God, we have another day to come in and worship you, God. God, we praise you. God, we give you the glory, God. God, we thank you. In Numbers 6, 24 through 25, it says, the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and grant you peace. God, we thank you for your blessing. We thank you for all that you've done, God. God, we thank you. God, that you were provided, God, when when, when our ends and our bank account didn't add up. God, we thank you, God, for even the times that we've turned our back on you. God, in the times that we've walked away and we've put our faith and trust in the wrong things in our own strength. God, we thank you, God, that you have blessed us. God, that you have poured out your love and protection, God, upon us. God, we thank you this morning, God. God, we look to you, God. God, and we thank you. God, we ask, God, that you just move in us. God, that you move in our life. We love you and praise you and give you the glory. Amen. Let's worship this morning. Thanks again for listening. If today's message was an encouragement to you, we invite you to share it with your friends and family. Maybe subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. It just helps us spread the word about what God's doing here at Generations Church. For more information about the church, visit us at g.church. Have a great day and God bless.